This is Alicia Halftine-Sapatella, and you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, what's good, y'all? This is Chris Gary and Andrew Benjamin for the We Are Rising podcast. And this is a very special interview that we're doing today. We are talking with Michigan MMA sensation and one of the three Michigan-based MMA fighters that will be fighting on this Rising 18 card coming up on August 18th. In Nagoya, Aichi, Japan, her name is Alicia Halfpint Zapatella, and she will be facing off against Kana Asakura, probably one of the top-ranked anime contenders in the world right now, coming up at Ryzen 18. Now, just to get a little bit more information on her, Zapatella Stands in at 4 feet 11 inches tall, but don't you dare call her short because she will kick your ass. (laughs) Yeah, she weighs in at 106 pounds and stands in with a 68. She is 24 years old, born February the 28th, 1995, representing Scorpion Fighting System and fighting out of Esplanty, Michigan. She's a three-fight veteran of the Invicta Fighting Championships promotion, a 2-1 record in there, and she is a well-accomplished wrestler. As a matter of fact, she is the wrestling coach of Scorpion Fighting Systems in Fowlerville, Michigan, alongside her teammates, Amanda Bobby Cooper, Timothy Ashtruth, and Tabitha Batgirl Watkins, the latter two of whom have fought or will be fighting in a rising ring soon. But still, enough about all the intros and stuff. This woman is blatant. <laughs> so let's go ahead. And- Hi, this is Alicia Halftime Zapatella, and you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. Get this interview started with Miss Zapatella. Um, hello, is this Alicia Half Pint Zapatella? Hi, yes, it is. Oh, good. I know that you're a busy woman right now. You got probably fight plans and flight plans to get to because I know you got to go to Japan and get some business done in 12 days. So I want to try and get this interview done with you as quick as possible. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But um, I'd love to come on and uh, 
talk with you guys. You're welcome. Now, when it comes down to how you got your start in combat sports, I know that you started off in wrestling, mm -hmm. but when it came down to growing up in the state of Michigan, did you really feel that, you know, martial arts was your first passion while everybody else was just either doing wrestling or playing football or hockey or something? Um, actually, I grew up in Ohio, so I grew up wrestling in two of the hardest states to wrestle in, um, in the United Ooh. States, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Um, and it was kind of, it just became my life. Um, I think that as a young girl, I was told that girls weren't supposed to wrestle, and I didn't care. <laughs> I kind of wanted to prove everybody wrong, and, um... You know, I, I played some other sports, too. Um, I played soccer all, all the way up until, you know, my senior year of high school. Um, but, you know, martial arts were always for me. I kind of wanted to do some karate when I was younger or some boxing, any, anything that was some sort of stand-up. But I was a very serious wrestler, and I wrestled all year round, so my schedule would never let me do that. <laughs> I can understand. I mean, there. I mean, if any, if anything, there are plenty of girls that probably want to take up wrestling as a way to not only defend themselves but build character on them. But when it came down to you wrestling, especially in high school and college, did you basically have to get used to competing against boys or? Um. Well, I competed against guys all the way up until my senior year of high school. Um which actually I think was a huge advantage for me. Um, I know that there are some states in the United States that have just women's wrestling, but I feel like me wrestling against the men probably gave me a bigger edge. Um, when it came to college, I got a really good scholarship for, um, for wrestling in college, but at the end of the day, college just was not for me. And luckily, my journey of dropping out college and finding the right career path for me also led me to finding mixed martial arts as well so while i'm chasing dreams outside of the cage um i my main goal and my main dreams are in the cage and you know accomplishing everything that i want to <laughs> Oh, uh, Christian, I hate to interject uh, and interrupt because I know that's kind of your thing, but I just also want to like to mention, Alicia Zabatella, isn't it true that you started the first ever all-female wrestling team at your high school? Um, it wasn't at my high school, but it was in my school, um, in my hometown. So okay. I did start the first ever women's wrestling team um, there, and I took them to state, and I think I don't remember what we got at state as a team, but I had several girls place very high. Um, and since then, one of them that I coached while I was still living in Ohio is now going to college um, and wrestling in college. So it's pretty pretty good stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm, that is pretty cool. Now, you said you got out of college and pursued your dreams uh, fighting in MMA. What led you to uh, actually pursue mixed martial arts as a passion and a career? 
Um, well, growing up, wrestling was basically my career. Um, as a hardcore wrestler, usually the goal is to wrestle and get a scholarship and then uh, use your scholarship to get somewhere good in life, you know, get a degree. But the degree wasn't for me. Um, the first place, I mean, the first time I ever stepped into a mixed martial arts practice, um, even though it wasn't the best one, um, I fell in love and I knew that that was for me. And I always knew in wrestling that I could be something great. Um, all I had to do was follow my heart and just give it my all. And then the exact same thing transferred over to mixed martial arts. Right, right. And I know you started off your amateur, I mean, you know, I know you started off in the amateur ranks with a two, two, and one note contest record. <laughs> one note, actually, no, a two, two, and one amateur record. Your one draw was against Tiffany Masters. Yes. yes. Um, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say that um, I had taken multiple fights at weights that were um, too heavy for me. I've always been kind of hard-headed. I will fight literally anybody. Um, <laughs> my first fight ever was against a 5-2 and two girl, so if that's not saying something, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, no, she was 5-1. and one. I gave her the two. <laughs> and I mean, kind of think of it. When it comes down to amateur MMA, especially in the north, especially in the Midwestern states, there's a bit of a sketchy history behind that. I mean, yeah. Um, when I was coming up in the amateur rankings, um, I we were not sanctioned yet, so I was able to basically fight anybody. Um, and yeah, I I think that as soon as I I was having a really rough time finding any fights as an amateur because of my wrestling background. And as soon mm. as I was able to make Adam weight, um, I took one fight at Adam weight and then I went pro. Hmm. I see. And I mean, it is crazy when it comes down to amateur MMA, especially for the women, because especially in states like Michigan and Ohio, you never know how many fights a woman has. Yeah, I mean, it could be seven when they've probably been fighting too many times to name. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. <laughs> but in a way, you survived the crazy amateur circuit and you made your debut for King of the Cage, <laughs> defeating Jamie Henslaw via unanimous decision in your first pro fight. What was that like? Um, That was amazing. I actually... For anybody who watched that watched that fight, um, Jamie actually dropped me in the first like 30 seconds of that fight. I think it was the third punch he landed, um, and I instantly got up and I started wrestling her. Um, I faced a lot of adversity in my first um, pro fight. I had a ref that um, is kind of an old timer and uh, is really about the stand up, so. I think I got maybe about 10 takedowns that whole fight. Um, he stood us up from mount as I literally just landed like three punches on her face. He stood he stood us up from side control multiple times. He stood us up from guard when we just settled into guard. Um, 
he stood me up almost every single time that I would settle on top of her, get an advantage, and start punching her. So a lot of people, that might break them mentally, but to me, I'm a wrestler, and it's just like, all right, I'm just going to have to take her down again. Not a big deal. <clears throat> I see. And in your third professional fight, you fought against Stephanie Alba for Combate Americas, which is a Latin American-based promotion. Yes. But for some odd reason, this fight counts as a no contest on your topology stance. What was basically the thoughts of that? <laughs> I really have to comment. Um, don't really want to, because you can kind of look it up. And I understand if you don't want to comment. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's okay. Help. You can look it up and you can find it. I failed the drug test. Um, and I took a fight on a short notice. Um, and it was really my fault for taking a fight on such short notice. <laughs> because, I mean, I live in Michigan and um, weed is legal here. Um, but it's not it's Ooh. not legal on drug tests. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, because when it comes down to certain states, <laughs> New Jersey, Nevada, California, they basically love to still think that weed is... I mean, they still like to think that weed is a troublemaking drug when it's really supposed to help, not harm. Right, exactly. And, you know, it was a stupid mistake taking that fight so short notice. And I actually had um, just fought in China two weight classes above my weight. And I had a hell of a weight cut getting down to 105. Um, so all of it, like, it was probably my worst performance I've ever had as a professional. And... Um, it's all right. I've grown and I've learned. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you parlay that into a three fight running and Victor going two and one in the promotion, defeating mm -hmm. Amber the Bully Brown and Jillian DeCorsi, but losing mm -hmm. to Vivian Vivi Pahalia. What, yes. was, what was fighting those three times in the Invicta Cage like, knowing that you're fighting on three fight cars? It's basically all women. Um, it, honestly, it was amazing because Invicta is so well known and mm -hmm. like they're, I don't know, they've done so much great stuff for women's mixed martial arts and just being a part of that is amazing. And like, I didn't know going into it how amazing they were going to treat their fighters, but I soon found out and soon fell in love with the promotion. But fighting, um... First, fighting Jillian DeCourcy, uh, I was supposed to fight Shino Van Hoos, which was a much safer fight for me. Um, but on like two weeks' notice, um, she um, had an injury, and I told I told Invicta from the beginning I would fight literally anybody that they put in front of me, and they put a brown belt who hasn't lost in like five years in front of me, and I'm like, oh, I, now I have to do it. Um, and I went out there and I performed amazingly. Um, I, I think it was, it was a different half pint than the world that I've had ever seen before. Um, and then going and fighting Amber the Bully Brown, um, I wasn't, right after my fight, directly after, I was not the most satisfied with my performance, but I watched the fight that night and it's funny because I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to get a performance of the night bonus for that fight. Um, but watching it back, like, 
I guess I was just kind of being me and doing what I do in the gym and just performing the way that I like to perform. And I guess I do some cool stuff. <laughs> I'll just do it. I'll just do it. Sorry. Then, oh, oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead, uh, Alicia. I was going to just touch on the Viviani fight. Um, Viviani is a great fighter. And I would, you know, I, I went out there and I attacked the fight with the wrong game plan. But also at the same time, Viviani was stronger than anybody I've ever trained with. She hit me harder than I have ever been hit. And she only kicked me one time, but she kicked me harder than I've ever been kicked. And you know, she only dropped me once, so I got to take the good away from that. And by the end of the fight, I wasn't quitting, and I was throwing literally everything that I could at her. Um, so I, I'm happy with my performance. Obviously, I'm not happy with the loss because nobody likes to lose, but um, I'm, ha I'm happy with the way that I performed, and I would fight her again um, down the road with a different game plan. I uh, I. Uh -huh. I just want to talk about briefly your fight with, uh, or a rematch, I should say, of Kaina Sisson uh, at WXC. Uh, she initially beat you in the amateurs, but then you beat her in the pro. I'm just curious to know, how does it feel? Did that feel like, did that just feel great getting a sense of, uh, I guess, revenge against someone who had beat you initially in the amateur uh, circuit? Yeah, um, it felt amazing. Actually, I was beating her, during our first fight, I was beating her pretty badly. Yes. And uh, I had no jujitsu. I wasn't at a real face martial arts gym yet. I was just fighting out of a club at a college. And I took that loss, and I instantly made the switch and went to a real mixed martial arts gym. I went to SFS uh, because I knew that as long as I got on the right path and I got the right coaching staff behind me, that I would be able to, uh, you know, do great things. And I had that fight offer as a professional, and although I did not want to fight at 115 because I'm very small, um, I finally, you know, got my weight and everything under control, and just, I shouldn't be fighting at 115, but I really wanted to get that win. And speaking of Scorpion fighting systems, I know you train, um, you train alongside a great cast of characters in Amanda Bobby Cooper, James the Phenom Gray, and Tiffany, I mean, no, Timothy S. Truth, my dad, and Tabitha Batgirl Watkins. The latter two of those four have either fought in or will be fighting in a rising ring soon. Now, the main question I want to ask is, you are going to be one of three Michigan-based MMA fighters with Tabitha and Jared the Monkey God Brooks fighting on this rising card and one of seven overall out the state of Michigan to fight in the rising ring. So do you think that Michigan MMA is really starting to be a hotbed for international MMA and not just rising? Oh, I, I definitely think so. Um, since Michigan took so long to get sanctioned, I feel like it took us a while to get on our feet and actually get recognized, but I think that we're taking off pretty quickly. Um, there's a lot of fighters that have fought over overseas, and like I'm one of probably few that have fought in China. Um, and there are a couple on my on my team that have fought in China as well. Uh, but I mean, honestly, I think that the goal for fighting um, overseas is risen and won. Um, so 
I have a fight coming up with Risen. I would love to fight for one one day. But um, also, depending on how this fight goes, I would love to fight for Risen again. Um, I just think the Japanese culture is just amazing um, for, like, mixed martial arts. Actually, just the Japanese culture as a whole is amazing, and I would love to be immersed in it. And speaking of your upcoming Ryzen fight, you're going to be facing off against one of the top animate contenders in the world in Kana Asakura. Do you mm-hmm. have a set plan for that? Um, well, Kana, I study I don't really study my opponents that much, to be completely honest. Uh, I'll watch their fights like once when I get the name, and then I let my coaches kind of figure everything else out. But, um... I'm, I'm excited for this fight. I've never fought a wrestler before. Um, I see that she has somewhat of a wrestling background. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go into this fight and show the new and improved half pint. Um, before, I think I was getting too caught up in being a mixed martial artist and trying to prove that I have striking, trying to prove that I have jujitsu. And after that loss, I really took the time to just become a very well-rounded mixed martial artist, putting my own style out there. And I really think that I am a problem for anybody that's across the cage for me. Um, Kana is, she's a very well-rounded mixed martial artist. I think she has very good grappling. And I think that this fight will probably take place on the ground, mostly. Uh, I'd also like to uh, bring up uh, something about Kana. Uh, I don't know if you've seen her fights with Alyssa Garcia or Miyamoto, but those were also two um, wrestlers who uh, who she uh, who Kana fought who were who excelled at, at wrestling and 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 grappling, and they both beat her. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to know: Do you think that you will have the advantage? Uh, on with the wrestling background and perhaps even the grappling? Uh, Grappling background this fight? Um, I think so. Um, to be completely honest, I'm a much better defensive wrestler than I am an offensive wrestler. So if she shoots on me, I'll be glad to defend it, stuff her, and drive her over um, to her back. But also, with that being said, I, I am. I have um, spent a lot of time becoming a very um, good jujitsu jujitsu practitioner. Um, I, I think that. The way that I mix my wrestling and my jujitsu together is, it hasn't been seen that much, um, but I really think that it's going to be a problem. I, I think mm-hmm. that I, I have the advantage um, in those areas. And I also, with that being said, I'm not a bad striker. I have technical striking and I hit very hard for 105. Hmm. And uh, come to think of it, you say that you might have problems with. Kana Asakura, this is probably going to be your second time fighting in a four-sided ring as opposed to fighting in a cage. I don't know if you fought in a ring against Miao Ding, but how do you think you're going to fare differently fighting in a ring as opposed well, to a um, cage? I actually had to, had to change a lot, and it forced me to grow as a mixed martial artist. Um, you know, instead of pressuring somebody until they're against the cage and then using the cage to uh, take them down, I now have to find a different way to take them down, such as using my hands to set up my to set up my shots or, you know, stuff like that, or hitting her hard and seeing when she's hurt and then taking advantage of it. Um, so I, I've just kind of had to grow. Um, but 
I'm excited about it. Because actually my my fight in China for Kunlun was in a cage. Oh, my oh. apologies, ma'am. Oh, that's all right. I thought it was going to be in a ring, too. And then I got over there and they had I did. I didn't even know. I thought only Kunlun <laughs> did fights in rings. I've never seen them do a fight in a cage. I, I, I that's a first. I, yep. <laughs> well, Andrew, they do do cage. I mean, they do Kunlun fight does do cage events as well, not just ring events. <laughs> every fight I've seen on video has been in a ring. Uh, uh, every fight that Wei Wei Zhang was was in, she did. Well, I just, I, I'm actually, I'm kind, I'm surprised to hear that that it was actually uh, in a cage. Mm -hmm. I was very surprised too. Uh, mm. They had a cage and a ring set up, like a, um, they had space set up outside for us to um, do open workouts and for people to come in and and watch us. And it was it was really awesome. But that was when I put it together that I was playing in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can understand that. Now, just a couple more questions to interview. I mean, just a couple more questions to you know, ask you and we'll be free to let you go. First of all, when it comes down to, you know, there's always a plan B. I mean, if you weren't competing in martial arts, if you weren't in wrestling or MMA or anything like that, what would be your main occupation? What would be your plan B to fall um, back on? Well, my plan B would basically be what my plan B is now. Um, Right now, I'm working in an elementary school with special needs students. Um, I think that I would finish out my degree, so this way I could um, be a teacher at a school and uh, possibly, probably um, with special needs students as well. It's very rewarding. Well, you know, that would be cool to work with special needs students. I myself would know because I used to be labeled as a child with autism. Thankfully, I've overcame that, but still, that would be, that would definitely be some cool things working with, working with those who are defenseless, especially the special needs community. Oh, definitely. Like, um, I've taught, I mean, I work with them on a daily basis, um, but then I've also taught um, martial arts to special needs um, children, and I, uh, it's very rewarding. I love it. Um, I don't know. I actually just love working with children. <laughs> okay, I coach wrestling as well, um, youth wrestling. Uh, re mm -hmm. Regarding um, actually the uh, training for this fight, just want to go a little bit back to that, Alicia. You are going to be traveling over with uh, one of your teammates, Tabitha Batgirl Watkins. And I'm just curious to know, um, I, I, what is it like training for a fight with somebody who you're gonna? Who's also gonna be buying the same card? Is this is this just something that makes it? Well, I guess puts you more at ease, or is there something that makes you make maybe more anxious? Because now you're you're kind of somewhat indirectly competing with somebody else who's also a training partner of yours. Because um, you know, one thing that 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 rise and prides itself on is having the uh, is for fighters to have the best fight of the night. So I'm just curious to know, like, what is the mindset of of, of uh, competing on a card where somebody or one of your training partners is also on the card? Um, well, to me, it's not a competition. Um, Tabitha is one of my best friends, and I want to see absolutely the best for her. Um, even though we're at the same weight class, it might seem kind of weird, might seem like there should be some sort of competition, but there's not. Um, I would love to see her go out there and put on an amazing show. But um, her traveling over with me is 
it makes things so much easier because usually I'm going to be, I would be training with uh, my coach, James Gray, uh, leading up to the fight, but Tabitha was a huge part of this fight camp. Um, and then when we got the, the call that there was an opportunity for Tabitha to be on the card, like we were something on that, like literally anything that you can do, make it happen because it's an amazing opportunity for her. Um, I know that she's had kind of a rough spot lately, and um, just seeing things going her way really makes me happy. <laughs> and honestly, the same for me. I, I feel like it's going to be not only a great experience going out to Japan, but like getting to compete alongside with with her is it's going to be great. Um, it's actually funny because she was supposed to be my first um, fight ever as an amateur mixed martial artist. Oh. And my coach got wind of the fact that I was a really good wrestler and canceled that. Mm-hmm. And then now we're teammates and we're going to Japan together. <laughs> and you know what? I really think that when it comes down to teammates, y'all shouldn't be competing over anything other than trying to make your gym relevant, other than trying to make your gym mean something because teammates fighting against each other just ain't fun. No, it's it's negative energy, and nobody needs that in their life. <laughs> uh, just I wanted exactly. wanted to ask. I'll uh, just bring up a quick uh, a question from some a listener on Twitter regarding training, and this is from one hundred percent spoiler, who's at one hundred s one hundred spoiler, and he they ask, are you training stomps and soccer kicks for this fight since they are illegal? Um, I. I found in my game where I'd be able to apply them and uh, I've been keeping some open options, um, especially like knees to the head from the ground, um, I think are definitely going to work in my favor. <laughs> um, I'm really excited about the opportunity to be able to do that stuff. Um, I don't really know if it works that well with my style, but if I can put it in, I definitely will. Mm-hmm. And a couple of quick questions for one. How can your fans contact you? What's the best way for your fans to, you know, give you support? Um, well, it's pretty simple. Um, I kept my name the same on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's at Alicia Zapp. So it's at A-L-E-S-H-A-Z-A-P-P. And then I'm also uploading um, vlogs and YouTube videos um, leading up to the fight and just in general. Um, so when I look up my name, Alicia's up to will all come up and you'll get to see what I'm doing and get to know me outside of the cage. Well, uh, also, uh, I have a quick question and I just realized it's scanning through your Twitter, uh, uh, Alicia, and uh, this is going to be one of the most important questions. I noticed that you are a PS2 player. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation 2, for those that don't know. And I got to ask, what are some of your p- favorite PlayStation 2 games? Um, my play, PlayStation 2 games, um, Tony Hawk Underground, <laughs> um, let me see, uh, played some Guitar Hero and some Dance Dance Revolution, um, I do play, on a serious note, I play a lot of Xbox, I play a lot of Diablo, and, uh, other things like that, <laughs> um, I like, I like video games, I'd like to get into some live streaming, because obviously I'm exploring the YouTube, and I would like to get into, uh, some Twitch. It's it's funny that you, you bring up uh, video games. I'm curious to know. I know that uh, one of your uh, training partners, Tim Estruf, is also into video games and tabletop games. Have you two ever had a uh, 
a uh, video game off or a board game off or some type of competition in the uh, game game realm? No, I haven't done that yet, yet, but I'm going to have to. Um, I have another training partner that's one of my coaches that is very into video games as well, and usually I'm playing games with him. <laughs> hmm, well, I can understand that because when it comes down to teammates, especially when it comes down to you know student to teacher or coach to a player, in this case, things always get a little competitive. Wouldn't oh, you agree? definitely. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But one final question, and we're going to have to let you go, but what do you have to say for those who will be new to you when it comes down to this August 18th event in the Rising Ring, or for those who want to doubt you or Scorpion Fighting Systems or Tabitha Watkins, or basically what do you got to say to those who are only going to be seeing you for the first time and the doubters who basically see you as one-dimensional? Well, um, you know, for the doubters that see me as one-dimensional, um, I don't really care. Keep hating because you're still sending energy my way. Um, I'm a very well-rounded mixed martial artist. I've proven it multiple times, and if you don't want to see it, that's all right. Um, but then for anyone who hasn't seen me before, um, you know, I really check me out. Um, really um, change my my rising fight i always try to put on a performance a really good performance no matter what the outcome is i'm always putting my heart on the line and uh yeah um, i'm always trying to give the best show that i can so just check it out and yeah <laughs> uh, alicia i also want to give you an opportunity in case if uh kind of azakura ever listens to this audio i want you to say whatever you want to uh, about her or to her positive or negative the floor is yours all right, um, Kana hears this. I want to thank her for taking the fight and giving me this opportunity. And uh, I wish her luck in, in the fight, and I hope that she comes and gives it her all because uh, I'm definitely going out there and I'm putting everything on the line. Hmm. I can, we can both understand that because if you ain't putting your best foot forward, what you in there for? Well, exactly. You know, win or lose, it doesn't really matter to me. Obviously, I don't want to win. But if I go out and I perform to the best of my ability, then I am happy. Okay. And with that, we thank you, Ms. Zapatello. Oh, oh, um, oh, 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 Christian. Christian, sorry. Uh, we need you to plug your all of your social media, your sponsors, and all that stuff, um, uh, Alicia. Okay, well, so... she already plugged her social media, so... Oh, I'm sorry. She's got sponsors as well. She should give a chance to plug those as well. Um, and anybody else she wants to get a shout out to. I missed that part. I was unfortunately... Uh, just took a... Had to get a drink of water. Okay. Um, let's see. Real quick here. Um, um, let's see. Let me pull up my sponsors real quick for you. Because we know when it comes down to, you know, fighting away from the three-letter word, the UFC, mm -hmm. I mean, at least you got freedom to have those sponsors, right? Oh, definitely. Um, I'm going to thank Paul with Young Living, um, Roadhog, Roadhog Racing, Griff Ellis. Um, I want to give a big thank you to Evergreen Lake Park. They've been with me literally from my first um, ever 
national tournament in wrestling, they've followed me all the way through. Um, so the hugest, biggest thank you to them. I can't thank them enough. Um, Breakwell Barbecue, it's the best barbecue in Northeast Ohio. And I'm not just saying that. They're my favorite before they sponsored me. Um, and then Clay Street Grill, um, Go Cleveland Productions. If you ever need a DJ, um, they're the ones they're the ones to go to. Um, and then also Fighter Alias. I also want to give a, pl a plug to your. Uh, you have a YouTube channel as well, right, Alicia? Yes, I do. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't have the link in front of me, but uh, you probably know it better than, than me, uh, but you can go ahead and plug that as well. Um, I really know the link, but if you just look up Alicia Zapatella, my profile will come up. Okay, and on that note, we thank you for the company, Ms. Zapatella, and we hope that you and Kana Asakura do pretty damn well to tear the roof off the Dolphins Arena on November, I mean, on August the 18th. And if you want to watch All that fight, say is, so, mm -hmm. I was going to say, if you want to watch the fight, it's on fight.tv uh, if you're not in Japan. So if you haven't ordered already, go ahead and order now because it's definitely going to be an exciting card. All right. Mm -hmm. But other than that, may peace be with you and I hope you do well. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. You're welcome, Ms. Zapatella, anytime. All right. Bye. Bye.